gone wild. Friends 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 gone wild. Hey everybody, welcome back for another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I'm not your game master today. In fact, that honor goes to the one, the only, the tallest person on this podcast, Fred Greenleaf. Why, thank you, V. And uh, am I the tallest person? I don't know, Hero. How tall are you? Oh, I'm standing to 5'9", and I'm playing Bosley. Okay, so I am taller. And uh, we also have Steph. Oh, hey, I'm five foot six, in case anyone was wondering. And I'm playing Blossom Bright Moon. Mike, how tall are you standing? I am 5'11", and I am playing Irving, the hoppy druid. Oh, man, you are so close to my height. Much taller than Hero. And Stacy. I stand at a cool five foot five, and I'm playing Corey, Spider Smasher, Clan of Tarth. And how tall does Corey stand? Uh, mm. You know what? If mm. I was a professional, I would have my paper up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have just also just made up a number, and we would have been like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no. it's not on here. She's like seven foot something. Yeah. yeah she's nice. Tall. And last, but not least... And not because she might be the shortest. We have V. (laughs) (laughs) Incorrect. Stacy just said, Stacy just admitted on the internet that she was shorter than me, standing in at five feet and five inches. I am a a towering 66.6 inches tall. There you have it, <laughs> sir. Wait, can somebody do the math real quick for me? <laughs> I'd be six foot six and a six of a foot. No, or five my foot God. Five foot six. Oh my God, here I am. Point six inches. <laughs> I'm five foot six and a little over a half. <laughs> Depends on how tall my hair is that day. <laughs> That's important for prices rights rules. So it mm, is. Yeah. It is. And creeping flocks of summer is uh, seventy. I'm seventy three inches tall, and I have been since the day I was born. Do do you always measure everything in inches? <laughs> I'm not going to do the math on that one. Just gonna- <laughs> me or me? That's like six one. <laughs> Dang, Blossom's so short. She's only well, three feet you- tall. Are a halfling, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay. I thought the Feywild was metric. Yes. Oh, so she's yes. what, like a meter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm out when it comes to the metric system. I know that it makes more sense and it's good, but I'm too stupid to convert right now. <laughs> like I'm so, all dealing with COVID right now. Now's not the time to talk about the metric system. <laughs> Maybe later, but not now. Yeah, so in, not today. In the Feywild, they actually measure by halflings. So Blossom would just be one and Creepy Fox would be about two and a half halflings. So, yeah. you know, just like in case anyone was wondering. Five halflings. Yeah. All right. 
so last time, if I recall, we had a uh, very uh, emotional episode and also an epic battle where several of our players, or I should say adventurers, dropped and or almost dropped during a battle with the infamous Wolfgang Puck. They came out on top, but unfortunately, the team was divided as Bosley went off on his own and the rest of the team went to go heal and lick their wounds. So we're going to go ahead and start off with Bosley and explore where you're at both mentally and, and where you went. I went straight back to the end of the last home after the battle. It took a while to get there. It was very banged up, very wounded. And as I made my way back, I just was contemplating the situations that I found myself in and knowing where to go. I just needed to rest up, maybe chat with Hemlock to get directions to Favor Town and... I would head there in the morning after, you know, waking up, touching base with everyone at the inn, and we could make our way. Bosley, are you okay? You're looking uh, worse for wear. We, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty banged up. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. I just need to, to rest up, but, um. The rest what of the group the, should be should be coming in soon. What what happened? Uh, it looks like you tangled with a gang of wolves or something. Almost. Um, we, uh, we we took down Wolfgang Puck at least. <laughs> Ow! Oh. oh, sorry. I did so, not mean to make you laugh. I was. Oh, uh, it's 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 fine. Um, yeah, Wait, you, uh, you took down Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we just skated by, uh, but he's no more, and and we got some information. Um, apparently, we can find this. Uh, oh, we can find Guy Fairy at uh, it's it was uh, Favor Town. Are you, are you aware? Of, of where you might be able to find that. Uh, uh, yes, and unfortunately, yes. Uh, it is quite a ways away. It is to the northeast in a necropolis town called Sethris Om. Uh, his restaurant, Favor Town, is located here. It's uh, a perilous journey. You will definitely need a guide, and I, of course, will offer my services for you, but... Hopefully the rest of your companions are okay. I, I, are, yeah. are they? Yeah. Um, Irving, uh, like Irving was going to let him know. We, uh, it, it's a bit of a long story. Um, there's, uh, there's a bit of fallout that I think, you know, maybe we can deal with it on this, uh, this journey. But, uh, yeah, they, they should be, they should be coming back to the inn. Um, Hopefully, pretty quick here. They were just going to find flocks who had uh, had to fall back. She was uh, she was very close to um, 
I mean, yeah, you, you know, so. But, but I don't, I don't understand why you are here by yourself and they are not. So uh, that, that, that fallout I mentioned, uh, Flock, uh, Flocks, and I. Um, I don't know. We 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 just aren't seeing eye to eye, and I didn't want to. Uh, right after that, that tough sequence, um, and a any, any more stress. So, got it. They I the the, the rest wanted to go tend to her, and I just didn't want to. I, I I'm not thinking straight like i maybe it's not the right call i i don't know i'm my head's in a lot of different places right now listen bosley nobody expects you to know what to do in these situations you are I do. dealing with a lot and so is she and you both are very passionate people and you both want the same thing but sometimes people need to take a different path to achieve what they're looking for. If you wish to strike out on your own, I will be more than happy to guide you there. But oh, uh, my, they, I mean, they should be coming. <laughs> like, I think let's just figure out um, once we've all rested up in, in the morning, if you don't mind. Uh, that way we can start the track at sun up and, and just make our way. Absolutely. Um, let me go ahead and start gathering some supplies and uh, prepare for the journey ahead. I will also gather a little bit of information. I do have something to confess to you, though. There is a little bit of a complication. Okay. Uh, what What's going on? So, as you know, uh, when we started on this journey, I wasn't completely forthcoming with you. Uh, yeah. Guy Ferry, he is a very powerful and influential man, and he had many people that uh, work for him, and unfortunately, uh, his number one right-hand man is uh, Gordon Rams. I am not sure if I've mentioned his name before, but uh, he is uh, quite a capable Seitar uh, fighter and an amazing chef as well. Um, he is also my brother. And unfortunately, I cannot help you in this fight. Um, as much as I uh, care for you, Bosley, he, uh, he is my blood. And uh, it will be asking me to shed my own blood. I'm... So sorry. Um, though, if he does interfere, do you want me to spare him, or because I, I need to see this through. I, I would never ask you to fight um, our our battles for us. Uh, but what what what's your ultimate goal here with with your brother? Honestly, it's, uh, we have not spoken in many years, 
because of the decisions and the things that he has done. And therefore, if he intends to prevent you from your goals or provide bodily harm, I will understand anything you need to do. But um, other than maybe taking you to Sethra's home, uh, I would more than likely take my leave at that point. Um, okay. For it is uh, against Satyr tradition for one Satyr to raise arms against another. No, that's... that's uh, I, I, I would never... Irony in this, I guess, but uh, I, I would, I wouldn't want to tell you how to, to deal with your family issues. Um, so I get it. Basley, you are a noble man, and yeah. you are going to get what you want. I make you that promise. So why don't you take the rest of the night and get some healing? And uh, I'll meet you bright and early in the morning. That's uh, that's probably the best plan. Thank you, um, thank you for everything. Hemlock, of course, uh, you have done so much more than I have any <clears throat> any uh, right to ask for. Of course, get some rest, my friend. You too. For the rest of our adventures, with creeping flocks in tow, passed out in the arms of Cory, you are met by several Eladrin warriors. As they approach you, they raise their hands in a gesture of friendship and non-hostility. And uh, when they are within earshot, they say, we have been sent by Master Fele, we were informed to escort you back to his estate. Are you ready to come? Yeah, I don't think we were waiting on anything else here, right, Corey? Nope, not this time. Excellent. If you will follow us this way, we will make sure that you and your friends are uh, provided the medical attention uh, that you need. They lead your group through the city of Tamanorel, and upon the outskirts, about five to ten minutes away, you come to a fairly large estate. It is immaculate. There are large wrought iron gates that connects to a what looks like a tree wall that just extends all the way around this compound. As the gates open up, you can see beautifully covered vines wrapped around the gates and it opens up into a, a large uh, ground level home that is different from the scenery of this town. As you enter this building, you can see that everything is made from ivory and precious stones and metals, and uh, you are immediately met by Bobby Fele. Is everybody okay? Is is Flox okay? Yeah, she's um she's been healed. She's just resting. She took a lot of damage. Um, if you have any healers who can see to her, absolutely. And he claps his hand, and several attendants come into the room, and 
They take flocks out of your arms quarry if you allow them to. And a couple of them start to check in on the rest of you and they provide hot, wet towels for you to clean the blood from your body and faces and provide warm tea-like substances for you to drink as you are kind of placed onto benches and, and cots in and around the room where Phlox was taken. About three different what you would think are healers or clerics are kind of attending to Phlox, and Bobby says, so the fight with Wolfgang, I assume it did not go very well. Well, I mean, it ended well. Oh, yeah, we won. Yeah, I I didn't. I mean, this tea and everything's lovely. I didn't actually take any damage. I was great up in my perch. Um, Corey and I have got this great fighting thing down. But yeah, it mm-hmm. ended great. You are definitely a master swashbuckler. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. Of course. Oh. Of course. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, in Madam Corey, I would assume that uh, you had uh, a lot to do with the vanquishing of Wolfgang. I mean, I wouldn't put it that way. It was a team effort. Everybody put in a real good fight. And, uh, you know, without any of us, that, that could have been real bad. So, well. It is good to hear that uh, you came out on top. Oh, uh, the competition. How was the competition? Oh, Phlox knocked it out of the park. She's great. Oh, yeah. Excellent. We knew she'd do well, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never a doubt. I mean, I didn't try any, but I heard it was good. (laughs) Bobby (laughs) looks at Irving and, and smiles. You know, it always was a dream of Diane's to uh, win that competition. So it warms my heart to hear that Phlox did so. Um, the healers, they inform me she'll be okay. Um, she is just resting, of course. And um, oh, good. I mean, I feel like I know what the answer is, but what's the next step? Uh, well, we need to take down Guy Ferry, and we're told about Favor Town? Yes, yes, his infamous restaurant, um, where mm. one can fantasize about being eaten whole, uh, very much like the food Whoa. that we consume. Uh, wow, is that what that means? Are you not familiar with the practice N- of vor? No, I'm familiar with flavor, but not favor. I'm uh, not from around here, so uh, yes, of course, e- of course. Eaten whole? Are you talking like like donut holes? Uh, n- oh, no. donut holes are good. I it, no donuts are well. I, I guess donuts could be involved. So in the Fae, there is a how do I put this? A fantasy. Uh, a fetish, one can oh. say, of being consumed whole. And uh, what Guy provides uh, with his sorcerous, dastardly powers, he can shrink his customers to be consumed whole, and then, of course, brought back to life afterwards. But it is a dark practice, and. Um, indulgent to see 
the least. Uh, but it's a very popular restaurant. Uh, most people need to make reservations months in advance to even get bored. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. It, they're resurrected afterwards. And then I trace from my mouth down to my stomach. Oh. And then I move my hand to the back. Yes. And I arch an eyebrow at you. It oh. typically takes about 24 hours. And then once expelled, you can be then oh. resurrected from what remains. Um, See, I was kind of into it until that part. And then uh, <clears throat> you lost me a little. I, I'm not interested in the journey. <sighs> Yes, well, it's really about the beginning of the journey. You know, after the beginning, there isn't much, um, I don't know, presence of mind. But the beginning is, is where the excitement comes from, to be consumed, you know, entered in orally through somebody else, then to be resurrected. It's quite an experience. Not that I have ever done uh, this myself i hear uh, you know i wouldn't from- i wouldn't judge <laughs> so can i hear any of this conversation happening or is, am i like totally in a different place no i i think you could definitely wake up and and you probably missed a, a small portion of the conversation in the beginning but probably caught most of that towards the end guys um i feel so good right now um, I feel it, 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 where I'm from in the mountains, we have these people, these healers called chiropractors. And I feel like I've just gotten out of a session with the great chiropractor. Everything about me feels amazing. But I heard what some of you guys were saying. And, um, as you know, Bosley is weird as heck. I remember Diane saying somewhat apprehensively that Bosley had gotten her a reservation at this, like, really amazing place. And I thought it was called Flavortown as well. But Which sounds better to me personally. It does. Personally, but I, I don't yeah. want to judge. It, I like flavor. No, no judging. No, 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 judging. no judging. I just really like flavor. <laughs> but um, I wonder if... You know, it's been a long time. I mean, what if their reservation is still good? Oh. Interesting. Well, if it was for Diane, then I can see how she could have, or Bosley as well, could have gotten those reservations. We should we should contact them and see if they still have these reservations available. Um, if not, I could maybe pull some strings, but, but I, I do have to warn you, uh, Guy Ferry's restaurant is quite far to the Northeast in a necropolis town called Setheris Ohm. And, uh, the journey itself will be quite difficult, but I can definitely provide you with guides to go through the forest to ensure that you find your way. Thank you, Bobby Faye. Um, let's get on these ro- rocky talkies and figure out if this res is still good. Uh, yes, hold on. Let me see here. Uh, yes, here we go. 
this specific rocky talkie right here is a, a direct connection to favor town um Wow, Once I can't again, believe you had this the whole time. And- uh, uh, yes, and it, it I've never used it for myself personally, of course. It's Oh, you like know. we said, we won't judge. It's okay. Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> it's for my guests and uh, here oh, just um, yeah, yeah, here yeah. you could use this and um I should um go get those guides um that we spoke of. Okay, um thanks. I'll just I'll pretend to be maybe Diane or something, just confirming the reservation. Uh, sound good, everyone? Yeah. Sounds great. Okay. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, testing one, two. Is anybody on the other line? Uh, yes, this Guys, is. Guys, do I sound? Oh, oh, they've answered very quickly. Uh, yes, this is Favor Town Front Desk. Um, how can I help you? Um, yes, my name is Diane, and I was hoping I could be um able to confirm a reservation, please. Um. Okay, Diane. Do you have a last name? Ah. Uh, Yes, my full name is Diane of the Magnolia Winds. (gasps) Madam Magnolia Winds, I apologize. I should have recognized that sultry voice of yours. I would assume that uh, you are checking in on your seventh reservation with our establishment? Yes. Excellent. We will have your table waiting for you. Um, your reservation is set for three days from now. Hopefully that would be acceptable. We can move it up if you'd like. I believe three days will be adequate. Excellent. Master Fairy will be immensely excited to hear that you're coming. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you just say click? Does that mean you you are okay with the reservation? Yes, the reservation, as I said, is adequate. Excellent, excellent. Then I will go ahead and stop this rocky-talky communication. You have a great day. Okay, goodbye. Guys, Diane has the weirdest voice. I don't mind saying it now, but... (laughs) You sounded just like her. That was uncanny. Thank you. I had to really clinch my insides. So it sounds (laughs) like they had the reservation. Uh, yeah. Great. It's three days from now. Hopefully that's a a adequate time for us to get there, you know? Yes, the travel should only take about a day to a day and a half, uh, especially with the guides. So you should be able to arrive there uh, in plenty of time um, to prepare. Now, before you go, Phlox, um, I just want to warn you. Uh, Guy Ferry, he had a thing for Diane. And that was part of the reason why I believe she left the Feywild. He obsessed over her and uh, would not stop until they were together. And um, let's just say you 
look very similar to Diane's, so just be careful. Also, he does have uh, a bodyguard, uh, a satyr, by the name of Gordon Rams, and he is quite powerful. So if you find yourself in combat with him, please, please take care. The two of them will be considerable uh, to overcome. Oh, we got this. I feel like if I had to put a number on it, I'd say I feel like two levels stronger than my last battle. That is great to hear. Yeah, oh, I, I feel great. Might even say three. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to push it myself, but I actually feel kind of the same, except that I realize now that I have some potential that I had left untapped. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Like, there's always room to grow, you know, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Either way, we got this. Okay, so I will uh, ensure that all the supplies that you will need as far as, you know, flavorful food on your trip and, uh, you know, the supplies needed to uh, spend the night in the Feywild Forest, all of that will be spoken for. Um, and flocks, just uh, make it back safe. I would like to maybe grab some tea with you or, you know, maybe a second breakfast. Sure. I am a fan of both second and first breakfast. They are equally as delicious in my book. Excellent. I am also very glad to good. hear that. And with that, the four of you go back to the end of the last home. You are gathered around a large round table to the side of the hearth in the middle of this tavern room, a big plate of steaming potato soup with chives and chopped bacon sprinkled on top with a dollop of sour cream is provided to each of you. The smell is both enticing, but also offensive at the same time. And Bosley walks up to your table as you enjoy this soup. I'm glad to see you all uh, uh, made it back well. Oh, hey, Bosman. Uh, hey, have a seat. There's a uh, there's a lot of potato soup to go around. Uh, uh, thank you, and I'll take a seat, uh, whichever's open. But before I start serving myself any of the soup, I'll just start talking with everyone. Um, things things got very intense. Uh, I'm I'm not even just talking about with with Wolfgang, um, but I think we can all collectively refocus, recommit. Uh, we know, you know, we know where Guy is, and I talked to Hemlock. He's he's gonna guide us to the city limits where uh, Favor Town is. Uh, he'll be here in the morning. Uh, if if you'd like to come along, but I need to commit to this, uh, so so I'm gonna be making my way. Uh, making your way downtown. I mean, it's it's a long <laughs> journey, so we'll probably have to be walking pretty fast. Yeah, just ignoring all the faces past, and afterwards we can be homebound. Um. Uh, well. 
uh, since you decided to go off on your own after the the little tussle that we had, we took care of Flocks, who is fine. Thanks for asking. And uh, we we spoke with Bobby Faley, who's actually going to take us all the way to the inn. And we already have a plan to get in because we are also committed to this as we were from the get-go as a group. I deserve that. Um, L- little disappointed in you, Bosley. We're supposed to be a team, a family. I, you know, I thought so too. Um, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't feel um, singled out or attacked at multiple points in time, but that's no excuse for my behavior at the end of the battle. I, I mean, I've been meditating basically since I got back trying to collect myself. I was pretty banged up as well. Um, and I figured the last thing uh, Flox would have wanted to see was my face after that battle. Adrenaline's high afterwards. And uh, I'm not saying it's a right decision. And I'm not saying I've always made the right decisions. But I've, I've tried to act throughout all of this in the interest of getting vengeance for Diane. I think at the end, it sounds like uh, you four would prefer to be just a quartet then? What? Nobody said that, Bosley. Come on. Absolutely hey, not. Listen, no one was attacked more than I was. Okay, I even went down. I mean, it's okay. It's true. So, I mean, I, I feel it. You were hurt. You needed some healing. You got that. Now we're good. Now we're good. We're strong. I feel stronger. We just need to go get this done, right? For Dead Ann. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> sorry, what? 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 That's Diane. What's oh, her name? Diane. Okay. Diane. You know, like bear ears don't quite <laughs> capture sounds the same. Okay. So that I apologize sense. for that. Gosh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm a mm, this potato soup. It's it's mm. real good soup. Mm. Um Bosley, we all want to be in this together, but we need you to be in this together too you can't leave when we need a healer Flox was badly injured Irving got knocked out I was there I, I helped Irving uh, okay no, but, but then but, yeah, like no, with Flox, where were you when Flox needed you like that would have been a great way to start to patch up the friendship like hey you're injured I'm gonna heal you let, let's put our problems beside us so we can help each other. And instead, you just left. Like, we need you committed not just for vengeance. We need you to commit to working together for justice. I. Yeah. Um, you. Yeah. No, I, I, I am committed. I had. 
absolutely nothing left to give, which is why I had to go. Um, again, not saying it's the right choice. And Flox, I am very sorry. Uh, if you'll have me, I, I, I will gladly commit. I just need to know that, you know, again, I'm not going to be singled out as the only thing to attack. I can't, I can't be the vent for frustration. I've got, I just, if we can be a true team, then I'm all in. I, I should say vent for undue frustration. You have ever right to be frustrated with me leaving the battle, but I mean, regardless, um, I, I can commit. Great. All right. Well, this is awkward. So, uh, okay. Let's eat some food. This potato soup is so good. Yeah. yeah Not as good, good as Flox's soup, but, you know. Oh, this is delicious soup. And it's I'm it's not, real good. Real good I'm soup. not the best at potatoes, actually. Well, you but. know, you've got your things that you're really good at. Yeah. We all have our, um, our talents for sure. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bed. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. I walk down the hall and I enter Bosley's room. Okay. So one by one, after you consume this potato soup and your ales and beverages, each of you head back to your room. Bosley, as you make it back to your room, you see that your door is slightly ajar when you had left it closed. What do you do? I'll gently push the door open. Flox is just standing by your bed. Flox um, said we we need to talk. Thank you um, for, for making some time. Of course, Bosley. We are family, after all. Yeah. I, uh... I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll unless you want to start. You, you were waiting. I, I think I heard what you had to say. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I may not have um, been able to see past my grief. And I might have not seen yours. And I am sorry for that. Bosley, I appreciate the apology. And if, if I made you feel singled out or if I made you feel like you weren't a part of the group, that was never my intention. Um, I'm not super great at relationships in general, and um, I'm very lucky to have found great companions in Blossom and Corey and now yeah. Irving. Um, but you and I are like... Um, We're like the beginnings of a good mayonnaise. We don't really belong together, 
but under the right circumstances and when whipped into a flurry, we are a delicious treat. I mean, you know, uh, Diane's favorite condiment was mayonnaise. Yeah. Thank you. I am. I accept your apology. And I hope that going forward, you can stick with the group. But um, I think after this, it's better that you and I go our separate ways. I, I have a lot of feelings that I need to process about Diane, about myself, and um, I need to process those with the people I trust the most. And quite frankly, you are on a path of vengeance. And I don't think that what Blossom said was at the core of your own mission. And so, Bosley, if you come with, with us without anything else to live for, I believe that you're capable of sacrificing us all. For what? That wouldn't have been what Diane wanted. We were three of Diane's very closest friends. And it isn't right that we be treated as pawns in your quest for vengeance. I want to get to the heart of what happened to Diane, and I want to make the people that killed her pay. But I won't do that at the expense of my friends, and I won't do it at the expense of myself. And I think that's what makes you and me very different. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that you and I are just different. And I hope that we can trust you, and I hope that you have the best intentions in mind for all of us. But I'm trusting you right now at arm's length until you prove others wise. I mean, I don't know how I can't. And if I see you going down this self-destructive path that you have been going down, whether or not you see that or not, I want you to know that if it comes between Corey or Blossom or even Irving and you on your quest for vengeance, I don't want to turn against you. But I will if you try and take them out. Or if you play carelessly with their lives. Do we understand each other? Uh, I, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. 
apparently I have a lot more thinking to do because I, I, I never felt like I would ever willingly do anything to harm any of you. Um, um, that may not be the way that the rest of the group sees you, Bosley. But to me, that's what I see. And I only think it's fair that you know my intentions when we go into the depths of hell together. If you want to come back out with us, that's great. And I will be there to help you and get you out. But if your intention is to walk there and stay there if need be, I can't go along with that. We have to come out because that's what Diane would have wanted. Vengeance doesn't matter if we all die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I walk past Bosley and I'll pause to kind of read the room to see if he is um, kind of in a place emotionally to accept any kind of um, physical affection. If that's like a hug or like a, a like a strong pat on the shoulder, if that's something in the room that I can read off of him. I'm pretty lost in thought, very focused on what you've just said, because that's not been the, that's never been Bosley's intent, but obviously he's putting something out that shows that could be. I don't think he would be too offended if you were to put a hand on the shoulder, but he's just completely lost in thought. Can I do a little backseat DMing real quick? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So as Flox walks over to Bosley, she puts her paw on his shoulder and gives a strong grip and kind of as she feels this growing level, her next step in character development is to gain what's called tranquility, to be able to give sanctuary to herself. And she's going to put her hand on Bosley's shoulder. And Bosley, you'll feel the, the effects of the sanctuary spell until the start of your next long rest feeling a little bit more at ease. I'll slightly jerk, but acknowledge that your hands on the shoulder and I'll move my hand just to cup yours. A beat or two passes and then Flux walks out of the room. And as she walks out, she just looks at her hand like, whoa. So we'll just say that Bosley had already gone through meditation and rest at that point so that it will last throughout the next short rest. So you have that during the journey. Thank you. The bright lights of morning cascade into each of your rooms. The light chirpings of the early bird 
come through your windows and the ever-present smell of spiced potatoes wafts through your doorways. Each of you wake up, go through your morning routine, gather your equipment together, and arrive to the hearth room, the main tavern room of the Inn of the Last Home. Before you, you see the three warriors that were presented to you last night that escorted you to Bobby Fele's estate. They have expressed that they will be your guide through the northeast to Sethra's Ohm. Hemlock also is present, standing by Bosley, resolute, and with his ever-present smirk and smile upon his face. All of you are brought together and have one final breakfast here at the end of the last home. Unfortunately, spiced potatoes. And if there are no other preparations, you have a journey ahead of you. Yeah, I, I think I fill up and then I'm ready to hit the road, boss. Same. Yeah, same. So the travel before you is on foot, and I would not consider it easy by any means. You travel through thick brambles and bushes, trees, finding pathways occasionally while you traverse the forest landscape of the Feywild. Not to say that it isn't pleasant and beautiful. All manner of flora and fauna present themselves to you, often alien to what you are used to. Throughout your day and a half journey, your group encounter several obstacles from large ravines that must be traversed to packs of wild redcaps that have attacked your group. Redcaps are essentially bloodthirsty gnomes enraged with no sense of parlay whatsoever. I would say 20 to 30 of them were vanquished in the battle that your group encountered. Also, a funny anecdote, while Irving was relieving his call of nature, he was uh, attacked by assassin vines and was lifted up above the ground and an encounter pursued while you fought off some of the more dangerous flora of the Feywild. The first night passes, you make camp. The twilight is beautiful. The stars are foreign. You all sit there quietly as Phlox prepares a, a light meal for everybody. And without much conversation, all of you, weary from the travel and what is to come ahead, each of you will spend the night quietly until the morning. You set on the road again, and as you continue towards the northeast, towards the city, the necropolis that was spoken of, Sethris Ohm, you can see that the landscape is starting to change. And by this, I mean it is becoming more twisted, gnarled, not as beautiful, and darker. You come across more marshy lands instead of a, a light forest and grassland. The trees aren't as plentiful with leaves and its branches are gnarled. And there is a slight odor here, almost kind of like sulfur that comes from the surrounding terrain. And ahead of you in the skyline, 
you can see what look like dark spires that reach out above the forest line, like gnarled fingers clawing out of the ground. Hemlock addresses your group and says, Okay, this is the necropolis, Sethris Om. Um, it is not a happy place. It has a very dark history. But that is the way Guy Ferry likes it. I, I must once again say that it has been a complete honor to know each of you, and a pleasure as well. And I just want to thank you for our time together. But beyond this, I cannot accompany you. I, I must allow you to take your leave on your journey here. I truly hope you understand. And uh, if you ever make it back to tomorrow, Nell, uh, seek me out and I will have a flag in waiting for you. Has Hemlock told everyone else about his brother? No, I think he only told you. So it might come as a surprise to the rest of the group that Hemlock is kind of taking his leave at this point, which is kind of rather sudden. Um, Hemlock, before you go, do you have any good items that might help us on our journey? Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Um, Flax, for you, I have these bracers. These bracers of defense, they are uh, gotten me out of media scuffles. So please uh, wear them and uh, be safe. Madam Swashbuckler, <gasps> yes. you are truly an inspiration. In an amazing Aww. manager as well. It, uh, oh, it has been great thanks. to hear of your exploits and how you have elevated flocks uh, amongst the people of the Tamaranel. <clears throat> For you, I have this scabbard. Once per day, when you choose, the item of your choice withdrawn out of this scabbard will allow you to have incredible accuracy. And... Uh, it is considered a scabbard of true strike. Oh, thank you. Ah, and of course, Madam Smasher, please. I wish to thank you for everything you do for your friends. Uh, you are truly an amazing companion. For you, I have this. He pulls out what look like metal gauntlets, and he says, These gauntlets are made for a great warrior like yourself. When worn, you feel as if you have the strength of a giant. Please use this in your battle against those ahead of you. Um, you have some incredible foes to overcome, and I am so sorry I will not be by your side. And, of course, Irving, uh, my bad friend, uh, for you, I, I have this pouch. Um, that is all. It is just a pouch. Um, you will figure <laughs> out what this pouch does for you uh, in, when you try to use it. Uh, that's part of the fun. <laughs> Thank you, Hemlock. That's so nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Bosley. Um. Here, let's step off to the side. 
Yeah. Hemlock kind of takes you away from the group and says, uh, in, in your tradition, uh, for one last time, let's, uh, let's take a knee together. Oh. And he drops down on one knee. With pleasure, my friend. And I will drop down on my knee as well. Bosley, you are a, <clears throat> a good man. And your heart is pure. But you have uh, gone through a lot. Scarred, one would say. Mm. Do not beat yourself up. What you want is... What you want is vengeance, but it is also justice. And Guy, he needs to be taken down. So for you, my friend, I provide you this. He pulls out this shield and he says, This shield is very special to me. It uh, used to belong to uh, somebody very close to me which I lost. Uh, but this shield, when worn and activated, will actually fly out of your hands and protect you. And it is considered a flying shield of protection. So please, be safe and uh, make sure you come back. Because I'm pretty sure you owe me like 20 drinks for everything <laughs> that I've done for you this last couple of weeks. I, I, so long as you're okay with me having... Uh some water along with those drinks with you. I, I, I might be taming that down a little bit. Uh, spend a lot of time self-reflecting. No, no? Uh, that's not acceptable. You're going to get drunk <laughs> with me, but it's okay. <sighs> Guys, I, I am not one that is great with goodbyes, but I truly hope that uh, we all cross paths again in the future. I give him a giant bear hug. He is is just enraptured by your embrace, just totally into it. I've never seen Corey hug before. Oh my gosh, it's so it's great. really cool. Yeah, I want a Corey hug. Don't get too excited. She could crush you. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe that's half the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, goodbye, Hemlock. <laughs> this was super cool of you and totally unexpected, actually. So, um, I'll see you on the other side. It, absolutely, Flux. Uh, Corey, can you please let go of me? It, uh, I, it, my, I'm hurting. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I mean, I just appreciate it, uh, so much, everything that you've done for us, and this felt like a real uh goodbye so i just wanted to i wanted it to be genuine so thank you for everything he places a hand on your arm and nods at you well i'm like i'd say let's uh hug it out but uh, i think you may have had enough so i'll just put a hand on his shoulder thank you again for everything absolutely bosley just be careful Okay. Guy is a dark sorcerer and uh he is known for cruel tactics. Oh, 
Thanks, Hemlock. Thank you for everything. Absolutely. He wipes a tear from his eyes and heads into the forest to never be seen again. Oh my god, I was just going to (gasps) say, you can't go into the forest! Dude! (laughs) Until the next time you see him. Don't worry, it's Hemlock. Come on. (laughs) Toying with our emotions. (laughs) The other three guards are like, uh, if you're ready, we could take you into town and uh, bring you to favor town. Thank you, Percy. Um, absolutely. If, if I could just have a minute with everyone before we do. Uh, absolutely. We'd be more than happy to okay. sit and talk with you. Uh, you know what? Fine. Uh, you're with us. It's a team. Um, in the interest of transparency and teamwork. Uh, I don't know why. He, he didn't want to tell you, but um, it's the best way to put. There's no good way to put this. Um, so Guy Fairy's right hand man, um, Gordon Rams. That's Hemlock's brother, and they've been on the outs for a while. I could use your help on trying to determine how to proceed with that. What does everyone think? So they're estranged brothers, and did he give you like a quest? Like, do you have a side quest or something? He just said to use my best judgment, and it seems my best judgment hasn't been taking me down the right path all the time. You should be more confident in yourself. That The number one step to battle is to walk in confidently. I mean, I did feel pretty confident in that last battle. Um, oh, oh, I, you know, I've got an idea. All right. So remember the other cook, how you, we killed him and then you brought him back and then you killed him again. We could do that except for with the, without the last killing. So that way he's alive. And then once, <clears throat> once Guy Fairy's gone, he won't have. A guy to guard it. Like he'll be without a job, so he'll probably go home to his brother to get help. You know, so it, it totally makes sense. Or we could not kill him, just yeah, like that. knock him out uh, or tie him up, something like that. Oh, you that's know? I've got manacles. Yeah, I can deal like non-lethal damage all day. That sounds perfect. Yeah. That, that okay. sounds like a great option, uh, Irving. Maybe you with the you were great with the rope before. Um, I, I mean, yeah, or uh, we could tie him up and not kill him. I mean, that's and you've I mean, got I the manacles, so good idea. but if ropes your thing, well, I mean, I, like I'm, that. I'm not going to step on way, your. You like know. you get the arms with manacles, he gets the legs. I did. I'm just spitballing okay. here. I I, I want yeah, everyone yeah. to but feel. We got hurt. options. Yeah. No. No. This. Yeah. Not killing Gordon Rams sounds like a good plan. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Subduing, knocking out, whatever. I will do my best not to upset his. Gee. Got it. I'm going to. I'm actually really excited about this brother to brother reunion side quest we have. I mean, Hemlock deserves a best, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude just gave us, like. He's great. Thousands of golds in. Oh, my gosh. In additional items and armors. I don't know how to use a scabbard, but I'm so excited to try it. I think it. you just like push it out <laughs> into your enemies. 
Oh, gosh, maybe. okay. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's what scabbards do, right? Um. Okay, Percy. Uh, oh, yes, yes, that's We're me. ready. We are done talking. Great, great. I, I think your plans are great and uh, are very noble. Um, so if you just look over here and he just kind of points off to the side, there is this monstrous building over there. The entranceway to this building is a yawning portal, a mouth, a gape of a demon's head. Horns protrude into the sky and out of the horns, large bursts of flame spew out from time to time. It's the most gaudy building you've ever seen, but it is a demon face building and you must enter its mouth to get in. So that is, uh, Favor Town. So, um, we are also not going to be joining you. Um, but we should get back to Master Fele and, um, good luck to each of you. Uh, Unfortunately, we have nothing to give you. We haven't known each other very long. Um, but you know, good luck. And try not to get I embrace all of them in a giant hug. Thank you. Guys, it's been so good. It has been, Irving. Be well. Yeah. I'd like to roll insight on this little group to see if they believe in us or not. Do you really want to know the answer? <laughs> I, I'm not rolling on that one. <laughs> don't ask questions you don't want an answer yeah. to. Yeah. That's 24. I'd like to know. Yeah, no, they, they're they just like, oh, we're never going to see these guys again. I feel bolstered well, by that, actually. That makes me... I, I do my best work when everyone else is betting against me. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally like betting right now like how, how long do you think they'll last do, do you think which one will go down first oh no i look at do irving we have an answer to that <laughs> the only one of us to have gone down <laughs> okay guys into the hole it's real inspiring so why is it yawning is it bored oh uh, what if we get in there and this is like totally boring? Like, what if it's a hoity-toity restaurant? <laughs> Did nah. anyone bring a jacket? Oh crap! Uh, um, we didn't even dress for um, this. Yeah, no, did- I just have like what I'm wearing. I'd like to go up to the portal, <laughs> and is there like a side to it where there's a call button so we can say that we're here for our reservation or something? Or. <laughs> There's a sign that says black tie only. Um, no, there there <laughs> oh, is no. nothing. It is literally a large, horrific demon's face with fire spewing out of horns on top. It is kind of like in an ever just mouth agape kind of like scowl. And when you walk up towards the mouth, it is just like a black wall. You really can't see inside it. How many people do you think could go through at one time? Oh, like every single one of you. It's probably like 15 feet wide and 30 feet tall. Okay. Wait, isn't your reservation for like a day and a half from now? The thing is, is that 
Yeah. I had not thought about that, actually. Good time for So we have time to get a tire. Oh, my God. You're right. Irving, you're genius. Thank you, Irving. (laughs) That's not normally what people say, but thank you. (laughs) Shopping episode. Uh, I come back with just a watermelon. (laughs) Why? (laughs) It's a good watermelon and it's going to be my beach episode for my anime. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pull out of my pouch of things just one black tie. I'm ready. (laughs) As you pull out that black tie and straighten it upon your neck, you look upon this horrific building. And the five of you enter in to this yawning portal. And that is where we're going to call it for tonight. Yeah, you're like pre-vored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that's great. All of your vor fantasies. I'm so uncomfortable <laughs> by that. Uh. I- <laughs> there's a really good um there's a really good god in American Gods that swallows men and women with her vagina and I would be like for that person in particular like yeah swim me in baby <laughs> I mean at least that makes more sense as like a fetish yeah <laughs> like just being eaten I'm like well can only do it once. <laughs> if I'm going to get consumed, that might be the way to go. <laughs> I, I love that you did that in like Tim Lanning voice. Swim me in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, little do you know, that's my bedroom voice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. <Sam>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh if you want to hear more about our voices uh you can check us out we are at saint paxton podcast on the interwebs specifically on twitter and instagram and if you want to know more about the meditation of hiroshi you can find him on twitter where at maybe hiroshi Ah, there it is. Get all your good meds there. I mean meditation, not meds. (laughs) That is a different handle. It is secret. (laughs) Well, whoa. (laughs) And if you want to get hugged too hard, you might want to check out Stacy and her Instagram. And, I mean, and her Twitter. (laughs) At definitely Stacy. Are you also on Instagram? At definitely Stacy. <laughs> All right, both. <laughs> oh, and if you want to check out a scabbard of who knows what, like a, someone that has a trident scabbard. I'm actually pretty excited about that. You can talk to Steph about all of the weird accoutrement that come with a trident. And you can only talk to her on Twitter because she's not on Instagram. Well, I am. She is. But- whatever talk to me on twitter it's starlit firefly yeah starlit firefly and if you are interested in tying someone up with rope letting them get killed (laughs) bringing them back to life and then reuniting them with their brothers you can talk to mike lane about that mike where can people talk to you about this very intricate death reanimation and reunion deal um you can absolutely find me on twitter at one gaming lane 
Oof. Fred, this has been an excellent game so far. And I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for having a list of items to give us, even though I totally caught you off guard. So if you want to know more about being like a real good GM, that's just like, yeah, cool. I'll give you all these items. And it's like, I had this planned. You can talk to Fred about bettering yourself as a DM on the Twitter. Twitter people follow him. Fred, where did they follow you at? At I think I'm Fred. And I have nothing to offer you anymore. So what? can follow me at typical Veronica. And um, I've said too much. <laughs> did you did you do yeah, hero? That was the first one. He was first. He was first. <laughs> oh, okay. If you want to get your meds, <laughs> listen, oh right. Search for that secret account. Apparently I'm a pill He's got pusher. <laughs> Medi Hiroshi. Oh, what if you only? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what if you only push tums? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be there for that. Oh, like, give me this. What you need? <laughs> yeah. He's got that good, good Neosporin too. Banana, not Neo. Banana Sporin. <sighs> Do you guys remember Wayne's World 2 whenever they get the like s- the big studio money and they're in there and the guy's like trying to count them in for the cable show and they're like, all right, in three, two, Wayne, please do not count along. <laughs> and it was so funny. I loved it. It's great. <laughs> Hashtag relatable. <laughs> Relatable. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting and relatable episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am not your game master. I am just a lowly player here in the Google Hangout table chat. I'm going to start all over. (laughs) All of it. I got distracted. Put me in the bloopers. Hey, everybody, welcome back for another exciting episode of the Welcome to Saint Podcast. <laughs> Saint Podcast. Continuing in the bloopers. That was a good one. Hey, everybody, welcome back for another exciting and relatable episode of Welcome to Saint Paxton. I'm not your game master. Not today. That honor belongs to the one, the only, I think the tallest person on the podcast, Fred Greenleaf. Thank you. Uh, am I? I don't know, Hero. I think you might be taller than me. Oh, no. 5'9". Oh. You're a lot shorter than I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> He's I am like, definitely oh. the tallest person. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> but can't grow the amazing facial hair uh, that you can grow. So kudos to you, sir. Yeah, it's already back in action yeah. after you cut it off for the uh, the charity. International Game Day charity stream. Yep, I've already got at least an inch. I'm not sure exactly how long. And all the gray is coming back, and I love it. Nice. Um, Steph just said that her internet froze. So okay. So we'll introduce her last. Yeah. going to pose. We all introduce our heights. In this episode, nope, that's a bad episode. That's a- <laughs> I actually don't even know how tall I am. That's so. fair. I know I'm I- tall enough to get on any of the rides. I think you're taller than me. No, I wish. Really? I, I always least- wanted to be five nine, and I was never. 
It was like my one goal in life was to be tall. It's like the one thing you can't control. <laughs> well, I remember you being like pretty much the same height as me, if not. Like, oh we were God, pretty much eye to eye. Well, so, yeah. I'm either you're shorter than you say you are, <laughs> or <laughs> I am deceptively tall. I don't know. Melissa's 5'6", and she's taller than most women, I think, or at least average. Yeah. Mel and I are the same height. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you you're go. You're my same height. That is neat. And since we're discussing heights and you are against this idea, this is all not even in the bloopers, right? I'm just saying this for my recollection later. What? Cool story, bro. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was responding to Steph and, and making sure she knew we knew. Let's yeah. all... Let's guess how tall Steph is, because I have a guess. I have never seen her in person. I am going to say five... Five. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm saying five, six. Oh, you're saying five, five as well? No, I'm going to say five, eight. Okay. I was going to say five, seven. Five, six. I think she's taller than me. So we've got. Are, are we doing prices right rules? So like, if you go over, you're oh, out. Yeah, you're fucking yeah. out. You're out. One you're inch. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! That means if she is five four or shorter, you automatically win, Mike. I'm telling you. She just you. says yeah. five four and three quarters. <laughs> yeah, just to taunt you. Ugh. Guys, I have never understood the $1 bet until just now. Wait, she what? said she is... When Fred explained it, I was like, oh. Uh, so, who said 5'6"? She's 5'6". All right, that was Hero. I said 5'7". All right. Are you doing the Numa Numa dance? Uh, Wait, no, because that's like. How did she know? Yeah, she's probably she's watching, watching on her phone or something for the uh, stream. <laughs> she's psychic. She just she forgot was to like, and now we all know. Did you see her face? She was like, "How does she know we were talking about her height?" I didn't even <laughs> think about think? it until she said it. I think they're gonna start asking about heights. I better get mine ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. The people that own the house previous to us, they left a couple of things in the in the backyard. Um, some statuary. Oh, okay. Um, one is a statuary of a an angel. No, nope. but the angel's head is not atop its shoulders. It's resting in its cradled arms. Ooh, interesting. I've left it oh. there, and I'm waiting for a child to come in and say, "Mom." <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Now I I wonder if there is if that's a reference to something maybe biblical or if they're just weird and they just had that made. (laughs) Well, I think it got broken, and then their choice was to put it in the arms and Uh, not even try and lean it on an angel looking at a cradled child before. But then they're like, "Wait, chip the child out, put the head in there." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it right statue. here in this window next time we play. <laughs> so you guys can see it. You just find like a stone, stone baby throughout the stream. Slowly raise it up and then bring yeah. it down from outside. <laughs> the, I'm gonna get some glow paint for the eyes. It's gonna be great, actually. Ooh. Oh, so that's back. the door. Oh yeah, I'm back. Hopefully for good. Yay! <laughs> Wait, so how did you know we were talking about heights? 
Oh, how I, did you know? I had Twitch going on my phone. Your phone. Yeah. Nailed it. You should have just you said, said something psychic. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunities. Oh, well. Professional role player over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Hopefully I'm okay now. So do we want to just kick off from the very beginning again, or from when? I'll just restart everything, cool. actually. <laughs> Bosley is weird as heck. He's got all sorts of fetishes. And um, I kind of think that I remember Diane saying... <laughs> Sorry. You're so cool. Are you setting it up for this? Like, like, the fuck? I kind of remember... <laughs> I gotta mute myself. <laughs> no, 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 no reactions, please. I'm curious. I want to hear all of your reactions. I'm trying to make a story here. <laughs> I'm listening. Um. Okay, Diane. Do you have a last name? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I walk down the hall and I enter Bosley's room. <laughs> and I take a poop on his floor. <laughs> I make a nest. Nest of bed sheets. <laughs> Do you ever have a shitty cat that like shits outside of its litter box? This is happening. <laughs> It's like right next to the chamber pot. Like you could have easily made it in, but it was purposely left outside. Tabaxi poop looks like giraffe poop, a hundred percent. I think this is a thing. To Google, I go. I don't know what giraffe poop looks like. It just looks like big goat poop. These are all references. I don't. I don't know about any animal poop. Like, Oh, it's, it's giant pellets. Yeah, it's big old pellets. Yeah, just oh, okay. That Kinda one like is erupting or it has a very short tail. Anyways, Bosley comes in Anyways. and is like, is like, oh, are these chocolates? Oh, no. <laughs> these are excellent. I mean, he drank the centaur I was expecting oh, like, Not, not actually. No, you that, weren't expecting but. this either. <laughs> So what's going on in Bosley's room? Oh, or was that truly what you were doing? That's what I did. No, I'm not, I'm not going to go shit in, shit in this room. Yeah, Dude just gave us like he's great thousands of gold in oh my gosh, in additional yeah. items and armors. I, I don't know how to use a scabbard, but I'm so excited to try. I think it. you just like push it out into your enemies. Oh, gosh, maybe okay. who knows. Fred, he's like what? <laughs> I mean, that's what scabbards do. Hey, you guys know what a scabbard is, right? Yeah. I'm a monk. I, do. I don't know that. It's a, sh- it's a sheath. It, you put your weapon yeah. in it. So then, Blossom like, when you has pull a trident and two crossbows. Oh shit! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot. I mean, hang on. It's a magic item. It is magical. Yeah. So I'm sure it morphs to whatever weapon it needs to yeah. be. So it's just like a little Maybe you know, fits deal for you to stick your. Yeah. It's a back yeah. sheath now that you just. You know. Fox thinks that this is like a hollow sword. And it's like, <laughs> We'll figure yeah. it out. 